beginning of 2002, there was a pastoral vacancy here. A man by the name of Roger Freeman, how many remember Evangelist Roger Freeman, called me up on the phone, said, Brother, uh, Brother Winnegar, we have received three recommendations from three completely different individuals with your name on it that we would like to consider you to come and preach. And I came to preach in view of a call, and the last Sunday in February 2002, I came and preached. But the first song I heard was the song you're going to hear next. It's a song by Dottie Rambo, who's now in heaven. And when we get to the end, we're probably going to want to sing a chorus with these folks out here, probably with a pickup to measure 59 there. You know where it changes key? You know which one I'm talking about? Man, all right. Okay, we're probably going to want to sing along a second time after it's done. But I want you to listen. Put your hands together. Enjoy and praise the Lord on this song. I've never been this homesick before. Come on, sing it with enthusiasm, choir. Come on. Amen. Up to 59, all right? Uh, how does it start? Um, 
See the bright light. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. Ready? One, two, sing. See the bright light shine. It's just about home time. I can see my father standing at the door. This world. This world's been a wilderness. I'm ready for deliverance. Lord, I've never been this homesick before. Lord, I've choir they're going to sing another song by request and praise God it'll get the spirit the atmosphere I believe I believe the Lord is in this place but we don't want to freeze them out amen come on now amen we want this place to remain warm and in touch with God and uh, it was said before back before COVID days I was interviewed and asked about the church and I pointed out that we had done a poll and it had discovered that prior to COVID on a given Sunday morning, we could have up to 40 different nationalities represented in our congregation on any given Sunday. Because that's the people that came to this church. And uh, we, called it, we called it a patchwork quilt. A patchwork quilt. God's blend. God likes it that way. There are no second class members or citizens in this church. You walk through this door, everybody is treated equally because that's the way God wants it. Aren't you glad? Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. And this world represents a raging sea, and we're out in that sea, and you know what we need? We need a lighthouse. Sing for us. Come on. Sing. Amen. There's a lighthouse on the hillside that overlooks life's sea. When I'm tossed, it sends out a light that I might see. And the light that shines in darkness now will safely if it wasn't for the lighthouse, my ship would be no more. Amen. about us says tear that lighthouse down 
The big ships don't sail this way anymore. There's no use of standing round. Then my mind goes back to that stormy night when just in time I saw the light. Yes, the light from that old lighthouse that stands up there on the Great job. We're going to let them come down on the next song. But because of Jesus Christ, we have the victory, and we're on the winning side. I want you to take those burgundy hymnals in front of you. If you can stand, we'd ask you to stand. If you cannot, if it's not good for you to stand, you may remain seated. But everybody else that can stand, go ahead. Stand up. We're going to sing number 272. I'm on the winning side. Thank you, choir. All right, sing with me now. Once I drifted out of sin, had no hope, no joy within. Amen. Once I drifted out of sin, had no hope, no joy within. And my soul was burning down with pride. Yeah. Me, I was wrong, now I know I'm on the way. Drifting every day out upon the waters deep and wide. But all is over now, glory light is on my brow, and my soul is on the way. Come on now, help me out. I'm well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. I'm sin, no more will I. Abide. I've enlisted in the fight for the cause of truth and right. And 
I will never have a fear for my Lord is near. I will never have a fear for my Lord is ever near. And in Him so often I confide. Since I gave Him full control, then I know beyond the way. Thank you. You may be seated. Let's greet our guests right now. We have ushers in the back, a large quantity of these visitors' packets. And I need all the help that I can get right now. If you are not a regular attender of this church, but you ought to be. No, but if you're not a regular attender of this church, you are a guest today. And all kidding aside, we are so honored that you've come today to be with us. We've got folks from all around. We'd like to give every single guest or couple or family one of these packets each. And inside there's a pen and there is a card. We'd like you to fill it out. It's not for a raffle. It's just so that we have a record of your attendance and we are so honored and we would like to thank you for that. Also, you have one of my cards. And on the back of my card where it says, you can call on me, and that's true. My, all of my information's on the front. On the back, it says this. If you forget me, you've lost nothing. However, if you forget the Lord Jesus Christ, you've lost everything. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, Romans 10, 13. And then I say, call me, write to me, or email me, and I'll explain how you can be saved the Bible way and know for sure that you're on your way to heaven. You can be on the winning side. Glory to God. So we're going to give one of these packets. It's got some other items in there to read about the church in case you want to come back and worship with us. We're always glad to have you here. Uh, all of our guests are treated VIP, so I want you to do that. And um, then we also have these. We have a little pin, P-I-N, a little pin in those drawers. we got enough for everybody in the building. And, um, and these were designed years ago. And our motto is, we're the people caring. We're the people caring. Jesus sharing church and we care for you. Got a song that goes with it, but that's for free. All right. Uh, here you go. We want you to get this pin and wear it. And we're glad to offer this to you. So all of our guests today, if you are here as a guest, not as a member of our church, but as a guest, uh, I would like you to get a packet, fill out that card. So raise your hand up. Keep it up high. Everybody. All right. All right. All men and women are created equal. So everybody keep your hand up for a second. Okay. Want to do that. Thank you so much. Get a pin a pen and a packet. A pen, a pen, and a packet. And please take a moment to fill out that card. At the end of the service, we're going to have an offering, and uh, we don't expect our guests to support our church financially unless you want to, but we're not asking anybody to. We'd just like you to place that card on the offering plate when it's passed in a few moments, all right? So let's do that. Let's take care of that. Thank you for taking care of business. All right, lots of Lots of folks coming in today. Good to see you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. We also have these decals. Our 60th anniversary as a church has arrived, and we've got some decals. If you don't have one of these decals, we've got some right here. 
And so we'll have one of our ushers to go ahead and circulate uh, these as far as they go. We've got some more under here, I think, if we need them. So that, that should go pretty far. If you don't have one of our decals, we'd like you to have it, and you can place it somewhere to be reminded of your visit with us and your time here. When you're through today, I hope you'll stop by and visit our bookstore. It's a not-for-profit ministry of ours, and you can go in there and get some Bibles and some books and other things, items that you will uh, be glad that you stopped to take time to get. We have other items that you can get on the way out. We have our, our little magazine called Acts and Facts, which is absolutely free. If you'd like to know where you came from, it's about our origin. We were created in the image of God. And everybody should have one of these uh, 60th anniversary. Uh, we've got enough, I think, around where we can... All right, Brother Tyler, you got, you got some more of these somewhere? Okay. Yes, okay, so we'll make sure. If you don't have one, raise your hand up until you get one as a souvenir of your time with us. Once again, we are glad for all of our guests. We'll be meeting some of them individually, and we'll have a uh, roving microphone, all right, an open mic here in just a moment. All right, so we're glad for all of our guests. Let's give all of our guests a worthy round of applause. Thank you for coming today, and God bless you. God bless you. We're hearing many voices. We are, of course, hearkening back to voices of yesteryear. Uh, Dr. Smith from the Sword of the Lord put out some CDs that I think he took from cassettes, which I think he took from LPs, which might have been taken from one of those wire cylinders. I don't know. Old preaching of Dr. Hyman Appleman, Dr. Monroe Parker, who was one of my friends in his life, Dr. Ford Porter, who wrote the little uh, salvation tract, uh, Dr. George Havens, Dr. Fred Brown, I heard him preach. Dr. Bob Hughes, who, who pastored the largest church in the world in the Philippines in Cebu City, 30,000 in his church. He said, if we can just get the church outside these four walls out into the streets, we can grow for Jesus. And he did. Dr. Harvey Springer, the cowboy preacher. My dad saw him baptize an entire family under the waters of baptism. One arm, three people, three necks, three heads on one arm, under the water and back up again. Harvey Springer, all right, uh, Dr. Jack Hiles, Dr. Bill Dowell, Dr. Wally Beebe, my best friend in life, Dr. G. Archer Winninger, I wonder who he is. That's my Uncle Archer. And Dr. Clifford Lewis, Dr. John Rice, Dr. Bill Rice, Dr. Curtis Hudson, Dr. Lester Roloff, Dr. Bob Jones Sr., Dr. J. Frank Norris, the Texas Tornado, Dr. Paul Levine, I knew him personally, wrote the track. On salvation, Dr. Harold Seitler, Dr. Harry Ironside, Dr. G.B. Vick, Dr. Oliver B. Green, and Dr. B.R. Lakin. All these voices, you say, who have you been listening to? That's who I've been listening to. I've been listening to God. I've been listening to the voices of the old timers. You know what? Most of the people, without being criti critical, don't emulate those voices anymore. Was Charles Haddon Spurgeon when he heard one of those young wet behind the ear preachers say, I preach everything that's totally original. I never borrow from any other pastors. And Charles Haddon Spurgeon, who was the silver tongued orator of his day, stood up and he said, A message that does not borrow heavily from other pastors who know is boring. He knew. He knew. And so today you say, I've heard that before. There's nothing new under the sun, folks. We just hope to repeat some things that are right, some things that are scriptural. I hope to give you something directly from the heavenly oven. I want to give you some fresh spiritual food. I'm glad to come together. I'm glad for those that spoke in the first hour. We're going to have some people speak 
right now. You got a microphone? Okay. Is that going to go somewhere? Do you want? It's going to go over there. Is this the one we're going to use? Is this it? It's it. All right. Very good. Uh, Brother Tyler is going to come up in a little bit, but we are glad for our guests who have come today. We have a number of officials and those who are running for office, and each one of them has an opportunity to speak. I also have more, more information to share than I have time to give the entire thing. Is it, you're going to use this one instead? All right, so we'll swap out. Okay, that's his. He sings with that. Okay, all right. So this is the one. This is the one you want to speak into and I'm going to ask our guests if they would be to observe an economy of time. But um, I'm going to come right over here, first of all. And no stranger to this congregation. I've been trying to get her to join for the longest time. <laughs> Sister Ernestine Jenkins, every time I see you, sweet lady, I think about your dear husband and what a friend he was to this church and to all the people of this community and to this preacher as well. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Are you blessed? Good morning, everybody. Amen. Good, morning. Good morning. Amen. I am blessed because I have the Lord Jesus, and I'm blessed because I have good health and I'm able to come and worship with you. Amen. I now attend uh, Sovereign Grace Baptist. My son is the pastor there. See what but kind of competition <laughs> I've got. I, I, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> But I do love to come to Central Amen. Baptist. I love you all, and may God bless each and every one of you. Amen. And thank you for always being so kind to welcome me. Thank you. All right. Amen. Let's give her a hand. You got a good word, Coach? Tell This is Coach Nate Murphy of the Hilton Bulldogs. Let's give That's him a right, hand. Go Bulldogs. Thank you. Hey, I got to ask you a question. Where'd you get saved? Right here. Where'd you get baptized? Right here. Who baptized you? You did. All right. Amen. <laughs> Pastor, about that, you know, I came in here lost as a sinner. Yeah. And uh, I was invited by a friend Amen. from school. Amen. And the, the message spoke to me. Amen. And I was so thankful. Amen. And no matter how many times or how long I'm away, every time I come back, you all walk me with open arms. Yes. And that's some of my favorite things. But the biggest thing is this building used to be a GTE. I don't know if you guys knew. And it yeah. was a... Uh, telephone company, and I feel like it's still the direct line to the Lord, so I'm thankful for that. So thank you all. Good Amen. morning. Amen. All right. Pray for his bulldogs. I don't know who you root for, but pray for his bulldogs. If you got an extra prayer, okay, they're, they're almost as good as the Georgia bulldogs, but uh, they're the local bulldogs. All right. Now, Ernestine, this young lady sitting next to you is who? This young lady is our clerk of the court. Really? Of Prince William County. Can uh -huh. I get you to stand for just a minute? Jackie Smith. Jackie Smith. She's the clerk of court. Now, we've done business, I think. Uh, been <laughs> a couple in there times. Once, once, a couple of times, yes. And I'm so glad you came. Now, did you come at her invitation? I did. Ernestine was kind enough to invite oh. me to celebrate your 60th anniversary oh, wonderful. with you. We are so happy to have you. Thank God you for having me. Thank God you all. God bless you. God bless you. All right. Chief Deputy of the Sheriff's Department of Prince William County, Terry Fernley, is a dear friend of this congregation, of this preacher. I count it a blessing to see you. All right, Chief Deputy, got a word? Share a word. I do, I do, I do. Um, on behalf of your elected sheriff, Glenn Hill, who couldn't be with you today, he's attending another church service. Um, we want to thank you for your support in the community. 
Uh, it is election year, as you know, and he's running for re-election, the son of a grandson of a pastor. Huh. Uh, so he is a man of God, a true man of God, and we thank you for the many, many years of support that you've given Sheriff Hill, and we hope for that continued support. One of the things that I wanted to talk about, though, was this church. Uh, I happened to have grown up in Victory Baptist Church, right? which is the right. uh, sister church sister of this church. church. Yeah. So when the two brothers came to Prince William County, one went to Woodbridge, one went into so, Noakesville. Pastor Harry Owens started this church 60 years ago right. with a small band of believers, and Pastor Clinton Owens right. started Victory Baptist about how long ago? Uh, about the same. About the about, same time. Yep, wow. Right, 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 right. He's, Amazing history. Uh, Pastor Clinton Owens has gone on to be with the Lord and is watching down on us today. Um, but I grew up in that church. That's why the hymns are so familiar, <laughs> because it is uh, so much like being at home. Amen. Um, but the thing I wanted to really talk about was the Prince William County Fair. Okay. Um, I had the honor and privilege for two election cycles now to have our election booth right next to your church's booth. Amen. I want to tell you, congregation, you want to talk about amazing for me to be able to stand there for a week and watch your congregation win souls to the Lord. It was absolutely phenomenal. This last fair, I'm talking numerous, numerous, numerous folks were won to the Lord. So many churches focus on foreign mission fields. And they forget the people that are right here with them yeah. every day, yeah. walking amongst us, who are destined for hell. But your folks reached out to those folks. And I mean reached. I mean, if anybody walked by that booth, they got the message. Now, whether they took it or not, that was on them. But the Lord had people lined up for your church. There were three tables set up, yes. and those tables were full. And I'm not going to embarrass anybody, but there was a gentleman in here, and I'm looking at him now, who I talked to, and I thought he was assistant pastor of this church. I walked up to him, and I said, I want to shake your hand. Are you assistant pastor? He says, I'm not. He says, actually, I'm very uncomfortable doing this. However, the Lord placed it on my heart to be here and win souls to the Lord. Amen. And the spirit was so much in him that I thought he was an assistant pastor. So that's what the Lord can do if you work into the community and reach out to the community, giving out the smiles. Amen. It started with a smile from the booth, and then I saw countless. I saw parents. I saw families. I saw whole families get saved yeah. in the booth right next yeah. to me Amen. all week long. Amen. So for those of you that aren't a part of that ministry from this church, and I'm sure they'll be there again next year, please yes, take a time to look at that because it really reached the citizens of Prince William County. Thank you. And it's one thing to be with citizens and tell them, oh, I'm a church, I'm a this, I'm a that. But there's another thing to give them eternal life. And that's what this church did, gave several people eternal, eternal life. And I was honored and humbled to watch that process on a daily basis out there. So it was amazing. And again, I want to congratulate you on your 60th. That's hard to do. Churches get torn apart yeah. when they're doing God's will. Yeah. So this church has been doing God's will for 60 years and doing it right. Amen. And that is the leadership. That's the folks that attend the church, but that's also the folks that do that outreach. So thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this. I appreciate you. And if there's ever anything you need from the sheriff's office, feel free to come by our doors and talk to us. Where our doors are like the church, always open. Amen. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate you. Amen. Wonderful. I don't want to embarrass him, but David, would you and uh, Jaden and Riley stand up? Why don't you turn around? You were, you were there when those three received Jesus Christ. 
You are as close to them as I am to you right now when they got saved back in fair days. God bless you. Thank you. You may be seated. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Good, good ministry to point out. All right. This young lady, would you stand and introduce yourself? Tell us, you know, what it is that you do. All right. Absolutely. Well, good morning, Saints. I am Delegate Brianna Sewell, and I have the pleasure of representing Prince William County and the Virginia House of Delegates. And I travel down to Richmond to be of service to each of you. But more importantly, I bring you greetings from First Mount Zion Baptist Church, located off of 234, where Luke E. Torian presides. It is a pleasure to be here with you today. And of course, as uh, previously noted, this is an election year. And I hope to have the pleasure of counting this facility, this place of worship, within my constituency in the future. Uh, I have a rule that any piece of legislation that I carry has to come from the community. And I just feel so blessed to be here with you Amen. today. Amen. So happy 60th anniversary. Here's to 60 more years in service of community. And I'll be waiting at the end as I'm happy to be of service and to be of assistance. So thank Amen. you so much for having me. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Did you want to speak? All right, this young lady. Now, this is Andrea Bailey, and she represents Woodbridge, right, as supervisor? Is that correct? No, uh, Potomac District. Potomac District. So, you got something there in your I hand. Oh, my. You, oh, Good my. morning, church. Good morning. It is a, indeed an honor to be here with you this morning. I'm Andrea Bailey. I'm the Potomac District uh, supervisor here on the Board of County Supervisors. And I want to mention a name, Pastor, that some of you may remember. You remember the name Rosalind Taylor Holmes? Yes. Well, Rosalind invited me to come and worship with her before she left and moved, I think it is, to Texas. She's in Texas. Yes. yes, and I miss her so dearly. So I get to text her today to say, I finally came. You made church. Um, <laughs> finally came. I am here with my wonderful husband of 47 years, the Reverend Cozy E. Bailey, who's your NAACP president. Hey, and, um, brother, brother Bailey. God bless you, brother. God bless you. And I, I counted a blessing that... Uh, I'm sitting on the pew with my dear friend, Ernestine Jenkins, as well. Uh, I love you so much. <laughs> I won't take a lot of time, Pastor. It's okay. If you, if you want, do you want something to stand behind or on? Or? Well, I won't take a lot of time. I just wanted to make sure okay, that I brought here, sure. this. I got to put my glasses on, y'all. It's okay. okay. It's all right. Me too. And I ask, uh, your wonderful church is located in my friend Victor Angry's district, and I believe I'm a military spouse, so I believe doing things, as the Lord would say, decent and in order. Yes. So I asked his permission if it was okay if I presented this, because this is his district, and we, we have to learn how to respect and honor each other. Sure. So with that said, this is a proclamation honoring Central Baptist Church's 60th church anniversary. And to you, dear pastor, you. Dr. Brad, um, is it Winnegar? Winnegar, yes. I want to pronounce it correctly. Yes. Where is the Central Baptist Church was organized in October 1963 by Pastor Harry Owens, his wife and 26 other members in the First Baptist Church of Occoquan, which was in the town of Occoquan in Prince William County. I didn't know that. That's where it started. That's yeah. wonderful. And whereas in 1967, land was purchased on Armisall Road in Lake Ridge, Woodbridge, right. a building was erected and the church moved to the new location in 1969. Right. And in 1979, the name of the church was changed, correct? Yes, correct. To Central Baptist Church of, of Woodbridge. Now I'm going to go down and I'm going to read everything because I know I want to hear a good word from you. Amen. <laughs> and whereas in uh, 2002... Pastor Dr. Brad Winnegar 
was extended the call to pastor this wonderful church. He moved from Maryville, California with his wife, Gwendolyn, and their son, Brad. He is the third generation Baptist preacher and, was be and has been in the ministry for over 50 years. We don't tell people that. Don't okay, we? sorry. No, that's okay. That's all right. Sorry. Now, therefore, be it resolved yeah. that the Potomac Magisterial District Supervisor, Andrea Olivia Bailey, hereby honors the Central Baptist Church for its 60 years yes. of God's blessings and faithful, faithful work and for their dedication and service to Prince William County. We honor all of you and your dear pastor for the great work that you're doing on behalf of Jesus Christ. Amen, thank you so much. Yes. Yes, thank yes, you pastor. so much. God bless you. God bless God you. God bless you. What an honor, let's give her a hand, amen. There we go, there we go, there we go. Amen, thank amen. You, God bless you, all right. And she mentioned Supervisor Victor Angry, who is our Neabsco District Supervisor, and he has promised me a proclamation coming yes, up. Amen. Yes, Go ahead, turn around and talk to the people for a second. Good if you morning, would, Church, Victor. again. Uh, Amen. You're, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your Neabsco District Supervisor, Victor Angry. I bring you greetings from Je Pastor Joshua Space III the Neabsco Baptist Church of Cardinal Drive. So happy to be here again, and congratulations on six years. Happy anniversary. Amen. Thank you so much, Victor. Amen. God bless you. Stand up, Brother Bailey. Give us, give us a word. Now, I'm preaching, brother, but give us a word. All right? All right. Thank you. I, Pastor, I don't know if you've heard this one. It's very dangerous giving a black Baptist preacher a microphone. Oh, my. <laughs> but I'm going to give it back to well, you. Well, my, my, my lineage may be in question here because a um, long time ago in a little church up in Pennsylvania, cold country, uh, a lady uh, from African-American uh, background came to, to visit. She was Grandma Edwards. Uh, she became just like uh, a second mama or f a family member. And uh, she said to me, she said, when I hear you preach and I close my eyes, I think you're <laughs> black. She thought I was black. And I took that as a compliment because you guys can preach. I sure man. she meant that as an ultimate compliment. She meant that as a compliment. Amen. Good, good morning, church. It good is morning. good to be with you here in the house of the Lord. Anywhere, yeah. anywhere God is, yeah. uh, it is good to be with his believers. Uh, I, as, as my wife said, I am Reverend Cozy Bailey. I also, and my wife is with uh, Brianna, a member of First Mount Zion Baptist okay. Church okay. on uh, uh, 234, yeah. where our pastor is, Reverend Dr. Luke Torian. Right. Uh, we have been serving there yeah. uh, for quite some time. My wife is a deaconess there. She didn't mention that, but she has been in the service okay. of God's people much longer than she's been an elected official serving God's people. So I like to highlight that. Okay. All right. It is good to be with you on their 60th anniversary. Thank you so much for receiving us in the gracious way that you have. It, it is our joy, uh, my brother. And uh, I want you to know that as a Baptist pastor, I unashamedly try to get people to come to my church. All so, right. All right. So just thank you for being here. Absolutely. Amen. God bless you. Russ, I'm not going to put you on the spot and make you speak. This is my dear friend, Russ Gestel. And I say he is my dear friend. He is the man who works in the Buchanan organization and working with Myrna Phelps and the family to develop the Quartz District back here. Now, they will be uh, the ones who ultimately are the foundation of everything that's coming in. It means for our church a whole lot of people that we get to reach out to. That's what it's all about. Uh, 
We're going to forgive Russ for being a, uh, uh, a Penn State fan uh, <laughs> and a Marylander, all of those things all at once. But uh, Russ, I, I thank you for all you've done. You have helped us with our external projects as well here on the property. He helped us get a bunch of things fixed. Didn't he? Didn't he, Tyler? Absolutely. You know, and I kept checking the records to see if he was actually a member of our church or something like that because he did so much. But he did it out of the goodness of his heart. And we appreciate... Oh, you, you signed enough? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, good. He signed a card. We are so glad that Russ is here today. And all the work that he helped, he helped line up some subs to do some painting and some repairing and some fixing and some restoring and on and on and on and on. And we're not done yet. You're going to see some great things happening. There'll be some dust flying. We know there's going to be some dirt. But there, there's going to be a bunch of dirt get moved around behind us here. Some new trees going up, uh, cleaning out that woods area. There's going to be a beautiful fence around this property because of these good folks. So I appreciate Russ Gestel, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate Myrna Phelps. Uh, she has become a dear friend as well. And uh, our family, uh, with our son Brad, we've intertwined, our paths have intertwined, and so we're very, very thankful. Did you want to say anything in your own defense? All right. <laughs> Russ Gestel, give him a hand. Amen. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here to celebrate your 60th anniversary. Congratulations. The fence that Pastor mentioned, he is, he, he touches every corner of things and he doesn't miss a, miss a step. That fence does have two gates in it. One gate is for the purposes of, I think as the proffers state, retrieving errant athletic equipment uh, yeah, yeah. during summer camp sure, sure, just in case sure. something ends up on the wrong side of the fence, fence yeah. and the other gate is opposite your entrance and so that it can be controlled by the congregation to post times so that our courts district residents have the ability to, to walk, walk to services to services so very forward thinking and uh, look forward to our neighborly Courts District Church and the Courts District Development. Now, we're not changing the name of the no, church, no, no, but, no. but in parentheses, we are the Courts District Church. All right? Amen. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you again. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Did you want to say anything? Did you want to say anything? Okay. You... All right. This is Myrna Phelps. Go ahead. I just want to say congratulations to the church. Amen. Thank you. I, I'll never forget when Myrna and Mitch, when he was alive, came over we had a wonderful talk in my office, and she paid me the highest compliment I think anybody could ever pay on first meeting and having this conversation and me laying out our vision for reaching the lost around here. She said to me, you remind me of Jerry Falwell. That's supposed to be, now you clap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Go, all right. Russ Gestel, P.S., go ahead. So uh, another story about Myrna, that at the same time the church had made the offer on, on, on this building, Myrna and Mitch had considered mm. an offer on the building. Mm. And Myrna told Mitch, Mitch, we're dropping out of this. She goes, yeah. we don't want to bid against God. So, uh, Isn't that good? Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, folks. Amen. Amen. All right. 
I know time is waning. We haven't had a chance to get to so many things that we want to share. And uh, we have a trio. Could you, could you stand some special music right now? Can we do that? All right. We're going to do some special music and then have a few more, uh, few more words from people and things that have been written. And so we're going to go over there and uh, meet you over there. Talk among yourselves for a second, if you would, please. All right, this is uh, Brother Ryan singing again with the trio and my wife, First Lady Gwendolyn, and the preacher doing the best on the piano that he possibly can and filling in whatever is left to sing. Uh, my, my brother plays the piano. He's 81, preaching today in his little country church in Georgia. But I, get, I once gave him a, a placard that I found in a, in a whatnot kind of store, and it said... Uh, Please don't shoot the piano player. He's doing the best he can. All right? <clears throat> Master, carest thou not that we perish? Can you see that we're about to Now his disciples cried So Jesus rose to stand against the tempest Knowing his disciples had no faith Just to prove that he was still the master He spoke and the wind and seas obeyed He still even if he never comes storm on the raging sea, he's still been God. Even if he never calls a blinded eye to see, he's still been God. Even if he never brought a crippled man to his feet, it's not about what he did, it's all about who he was. So even if he never come and done a single miracle, Jesus would have still been It's not about what he did, 
was all about who he was. So even if he'd never come and done a single miracle, Jesus would have still been God. It's not about what he did. It's all about who he was. So even if he'd never come and done a single miracle, Jesus would have still been God. Sing that chorus once again. Go, he'd still been God. He'd still been God. Even if he never comes storm on the raging sea. He'd still been God. Even if he never calls a blind and eye to see. He'd still been God. Even if he never brought a crippled man to his feet. It's not about what he did. It's all about who he was. So even if he never come and done a single miracle. Thank you, Trio. I appreciate that so much. Need to ask this right now. Who has a good word real quickly with the microphone roving? Who's got the microphone? Got the microphone? All right, this has got to be brief because we are just about out of time and I haven't read anything yet from anybody. I haven't preached a word yet. So we've got another end of it right here. Okay, very good. Let's go ahead. Come on, man. Thank you. Is it on? Oh, You're okay. on now. Go ahead. How are you guys doing today? Thank you for fun. having me here. Uh, I just want to thank you for letting me celebrate this 60th anniversary with you guys. My name is Tracy Blake, and I am running for the Neapsco School Board seat. Okay. So I'm going to be the next Neapsco School Board representative. All right. Keep those kids thank coming you. up the right way. Amen. All right. Who's got a word? Jonathan Mendez. Jonathan wanted to say something. So, Jonathan, very quickly, if you would, please, just turn around and talk to the people. Real quick, real quick. I'm not uh, run, running for anything. I'm just a humble sir, uh, member here of the church. But I, uh, earlier on, my brothers up here did speak, and I didn't speak up there. I just want to wait for my family here, my wife to be here. But uh, we've been coming here, preacher, before we were married. We were dating two, 2003, 2004. Yeah. 20 years. And uh, we got married here. We have children. Yep. Yep. They all were saved thanks for the discipleship of the church here. Thanks for the good preaching of our preacher up here and staying true to the God's word. And they all were baptized right up there behind preacher. Amen. So this has been a great church to serve, and I love my church. I'm going to stay here in another 60 years. Amen. Okay. Good. Give him a hand. Anybody else? You, you just have to say something. You got something you got to say. Come on. Raise your hand. All right. Okay, over here. Brandon. Brandon Cobb. All right. All right. Good uh, morning. I just wanted to take just a moment to acknowledge the impact this church has had on my life. Uh, I was saved out of sin, and uh, when the preacher uh, first reached me, he, he can testify that uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 is accurate. Absolutely. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I can just say, without this ministry, I wouldn't, I can pretty confidently say I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't be a husband. I wouldn't be a father. I had a one-way ticket to hell, and I'd probably be there by now. So, Come on, brother. Jesus claimed me, molded me, and blessed me far, far beyond what Amen. I deserve. So I just want to thank the men of this church 15 years ago when I, when I came for being an example, for showing me some things that I, I need to see. So... 
This church has been my rock and has taken me in, has trusted me, has given me an opportunity to serve when I don't know they probably should have. Um, but uh, to place now, raise my family, where they grow up in faith, knowing, knowing their creator. And um, I just, I'm just, I'm proud to be here. I'm proud to still be here after 15 years or Amen. 16 or 17. And uh, Amen. It's just, it's amazing. And, you know, Christians, you know, Jesus told us that uh, he's with us always until the end of the world. So you Amen. don't give up. And um, Amen. That, uh, I'm telling you, that fairground ministry, I've been part of that. I love it. And um, just want to thank everybody here. So. Amen. Thank you, Brandon. I like that old gospel song, when the Lord reached down, he reached way down for me. Brother Brandon, I'm not, I'm not including you. You're the only one that can say that. But Paul used to has said in the scripture that, that he was saved and he was the chief of sinners. And we all know what we were and how God saved us and how he turned us around. And uh, we may not be all that we ought to be or all that we're going to be, but thank God we're not what we were. And we give the praise and the honor to Jesus. Anybody else got a good word before we move on? Go ahead. All right, now Bob Winger wants seconds, so we're going to give him brief seconds. Brother Bob, go ahead, brother. Good morning. Good morning. I'm a recipient of the outreach with the, uh, the Beast Feast. Uh, started coming to that, been here every year. It's been a true blessing. It brought a relationship between my son and myself Amen. that was truly amazing. And about three and a half years ago when the unthinkable tragedy hit my house, this church was praying for me. This church was praying for my family. They were praying for us by name. Yeah. Jesus Christ knows our family by name. This church knows my family by name. Yeah. And so therefore, this church is an extension of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, amen. And they've done me right. They've loved me every step of the way. And I know that if I call Pastor Brad, he's going to, Pastor Winger, he's going to answer the phone. He's going to say, what's up, Bob? And he'll listen to me cry. And he will listen to me rejoice. We did that, didn't we? We, we did. Yes, we did, brother. We did. Amen. And I will love you, bro. Well, we love you, too. Love your Thank family. you. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. All right, now if we can just get all these people who love us so much to join our church, all right? So we'll be passing out membership cards here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One of the things, one of, we have several emphasis that set this church, the Church of Jesus Christ, known as Central Baptist Church, apart from many others. And one of those is we have pictures of about 150 missionaries out here that have been alluded to already. But a number of them have passed, and a number of them have left widows, and we have, and we believe in and practice widow care. When our missionaries, listen up now, when our missionary dies on the field, like one I'm thinking about in the Philippines. He said, I'm going to die, bury me on the field. His wife came into tremendous need. She continued to serve. We continued to support. She has now been life flighted back to the States where she'll probably spend whatever many times she has. But praise God for people who give widow care. Two weeks ago, we had a visit from Brenda Foote. She was married to, to uh, one of our missionaries, an evangelist. And uh, we took up an offering, and it was exactly what she needed. She didn't know it. We didn't know it. But God knew it. We took care of her. And uh, there she was, 80-something years of age, driving down the road, just going from place to place. We helped 
helped her find a, a location where she could go next. But she's written us a very nice thank you note. I won't read the whole thing. Dear brother and sister Winnegar, it was such a pleasure to meet you folks. Thank you for all your kindness and so on and so forth. I will never forget my short but outstanding visit at your church and with many members after the services. See, this church loves what the Bible says. True religion is this, to visit the fatherless and widows. Amen. Keep yourself spotless from the world. Now, I know we can only do that by the grace of God, but that's what we hope to be able to do how we hope to be able to serve our Lord effectively. i got this letter right here from Dot Halsey, who's Mrs. John Halsey. Dear church and friends, we support her. In fact, I have a list here. Beth Jessup, her husband went home to be with God. Brenda Hayes, she's the one that's in South Carolina or Georgia, wherever it is being cared for. Dot Halsey, Marguerite Gentry, she's still serving God uh, in Romania and Malawi. Brenda Foote, who was here with us. Kathy Brindle, <clears throat> she was married the world's shortest preacher, Bobby Brindle. So Kathy Brindle. Gail Bray, remember uh, remember her husband, Gene Bray, the evangelist. Uh, Nancy Gerganus. Joe Kaiser, uh, his wife passed on. He is now a widower. Nilsa de Carvalho, I have those cards right here. And if you want to pray for all the widows that I'm talking about now, this will represent symbolically... And on the way out today, you're going you're gonna to get one of these. When you see Nilza de Carvalho going to Sao Vicente, uh, Cape Verde, all right, they're Portuguese speaking, they're off the coast of Africa. Her husband and she labored and established a church and praise God, we support her still. And uh, Les Frazier, who is a widower as well, we supported many others who have since died, both of them gone on to be with the Lord. Mrs. Banuel, Justice Banuel's widow, well, until she passed, we supported them. And so, praise God for that ministry. That's something that sets this church apart because it's got a heart for widows and for the fatherless and, and uh, all those that are needy. We have buses out here for a reason. And we're going to run those buses till Jesus comes back. We're going to reach out to people and help those that have needs. Now, we don't just run a food kitchen. We're not against it, but that's not our thing. Our thing is to reach out in every other way that we possibly can and try to bring them to Jesus and try to give them a better, better life. I was thinking today about all of the ones who've gone before. And I want us just to take a moment of silence to think about the many members who were here that have passed and the many missionaries who have passed and the ones who've come through here are no longer with us. But their memory is here. Their footprints, their fingerprints are here. I want to take a moment as we bow our heads and we think about them. And Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for everyone who served and lived for you and for your glory and made an impact through this church, either as members or as missionaries. Lord, we thank you that today we've got their example We've got the same Holy Spirit, the same Savior, the same Bible. And thank you, Lord, that in 60 years, nothing in that important realm has changed. We are still the same church, though the faces have changed and moved on. We're still the same church. Thank you, Lord, that we haven't changed in our, in our identification and in our beliefs and in our practices. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. May I share with you, please... Just a few thoughts from those who would like to be part of this. I know this is going out all over the area. Some members past and present. You can see the items 
on the table as you go out. We've heard from Julius Branscombe. The Branscombes were original members of this church, and, um, and they are homebound now. Don't get out, but they do say, we miss everyone. We have our lives forever tied to Central Baptist Church. Congratulations on a powerful 60 years as a soul-winning church. Our best wishes. And then Jewel Owens Wolfrey, who is the daughter of Harry and Mrs. Owens, uh, who founded the church. It is with great joy that I write this note to you on this special Sunday in October. Sixty years ago, I was there in Woodbridge as Central Baptist Church began. We had been meeting in Occoquan for several months, and the Lord was, blessed, was blessing beyond our dreams. Doors were opening for God to use us in the community. And he goes, she goes on and she talks about how in October of 63, 35 adults with their children came forward to establish the church. And Dad had been serving the Lord faithfully, but he knew that God had other plans in his future, and he called him into the ministry. He didn't obey immediately, but he had a burden for Woodbridge. And I'm so glad. Aren't you glad that he did? Now, all of these letters, along with those that you bring in in the next 30 days grace period, will be included in a great memory book. And I want you to know that's going to happen. Grandson of Harry and Mrs. Owens is, uh, is a Brother uh, Rusty Wolfrey. I will forever be thankful and grateful to the Lord Jesus for putting on my grandfather's heart to start the Central Baptist Church. I was saved and baptized under the ministry of my grandfather. I'm thankful to every Sunday school teacher, bus driver, bus captain. And he goes on and he talks about his thankfulness and the faithfulness of his grandfather and his grandfather's brother Clinton. There are, there are nine Baptist preachers on that side of the family which include my son and myself. Think about that. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? I have a copy here of what's out on the table out there from Pastor Harry Owens. He, just, he defines a church and then he says, we, we engage to watch over one another in brotherly love. That's how you characterize a church. That's what makes a church a church and not just a secular organization. It's a living thing. He says our church is, and he talks about the beliefs, but he says, God help us to be faithful. You can read it for yourself out there. God, help us to be faithful. Off in Pennsylvania right now, there is a family, there are several families in Pennsylvania that are watching us right now. One is the Williams family. Cindy wrote this, and her, her words and also her husband's words, which will be coming, will be in the book as well. Central Baptist Church is a beacon of light for our beloved Jesus. Our family has been incredibly blessed by the ministry. Talk, she talks about faithfulness, love, support, Amazing gift from the Lord. The mission for the lost to be saved is a 24-hour job that is the first priority of Central Baptist Church. Mirtha, seated right back here, we'd like to thank God for the celebration of CBC's 60th anniversary. Special thanks to the leadership and faithfulness, and we know that, uh, that we can uh, count on that leadership in any circumstances. And thank you to Tyler and his ministry and Brother Dequan for encouraging the visitation team week after work, week. Happy birthday, CBC. Amen. And then we have from Tyler and Carissa and Klaus Logan and baby on the way, Candy. Happy 60th anniversary to Central Baptist Church from the Candy family. We're so grateful that there's a church that stands for the King James Bible, that stands for the saving blood of Jesus Christ, that stands for winning souls at every opportunity, that it has a loving, gracious, and kind spirit. Man, you ought to preach. I tell you what, we do something about that too. Tim Emery. 
Tim Emery, many of you remember Tim. Congratulations to Central Baptist Church for 60 years of blessings shared with the community who have seen the power of God working in their lives through salvation and rededication. Neil and Kathy Tellier, we, have, we would like to join with many others in congratulating Central Baptist Church for 60 years. We are thankful for CBC. It's been a privilege to be members for 19 years. We truly appreciate the emphasis on training in soul winning and so forth. And then we have, do you remember Chuck Burnett who moved to Tennessee? He was so much of a volunteer, you know, the Tennessee Volunteers, that he bought a Tennessee Volunteer Orange Charger. You remember that? He drove it around. Everybody who's got earplugs remembers. All right, all right. Just a quick note to say hi, preacher, and let you know that your preaching means the world to me. I think of you, your family, the church very often. I sorely miss you all, and you're in my prayers. Well, that's because he's in Maryville, Tennessee. Roger and Kathy Burgess, are you here today? Are you here, Roger and Kathy? These are folks from the Carolinas. We've lived in Virginia the majority of this past year, helping our son and daughter. And with their first child, we searched for a temporary church home. We visited several Baptist churches, but didn't feel quite right. When we entered your doors, we were welcomed and felt right at home. Praise God. Barbara Stockard, who is the sister to Joe Mize. I was reading Joe Mize's last letter to me today. Dear Dr. Winnegar, I've never known anyone more dedicated to his church than my brother, Reverend Joe Mize, was to you in Central Baptist. May God continue to bless you and all. And he was, and he put a great deal into the ministry here. Uh, the stewards back here, we start by saying we haven't been around for 60 years. But in the time the Lord has allowed us to be a part of this church family, it has really been wonderful. Wally Connolly, who could not be here today, was a former member and director of missions. I wish to join many others and congratulate CBC on celebrating your 60th anniversary. Central has truly served as a beacon of hope. It is with great joy that I was honored to serve nearly 15 years as missions director. I'm very grateful uh, for the mentorship received. I have here also from Tom and Jean Higgins. It says, we have known Pastor and his wife at Central Baptist for over 15 years. I've known them to be faithful, caring, thank you. And doing people, Pastor Winninger and Gwendolyn have been a blessing to my family and treasure their friendship. And you have that forever. Amen and amen. And then many ministries. We have Lighthouse Baptist Church, which we helped to plant. That is one of my Timothys. He is an African-American preacher, Raymond Beckles. He hails from, from Los Angeles. And then he did his internship with Leon Lucas, another one of mine, uh, one of mine uh, protégés. He says, congratulations on 60 years of service to our Lord for 60 years. You've been caring for people and sharing Jesus. 60 years of sacrifice, 60 years of joys and heartaches, 60 years of blessings. May you continue. And then we have uh, here from Hourglass Ministries, CTL Spear. We at Hourglass Ministries render clamorous congratulations and admiration of your singular achievement of six de decades of service to every class and category of humanity at home and abroad practically from the veranda of our nation's capital. I have here from the great Suburban Baptist Church of Indianapolis, from Ford Glover, the pastor and a dear friend. My name is Ford Glover, and I pastor Suburban Baptist Church. I was privileged to meet your pastor at a Revive Us Again conference in Rochester, Indiana. We became instant friends through our love for good Southern gospel music and mutual love for the souls of men. I thought about singing a song today, but we don't have time. From what we would say the closest to an independent Baptist megachurch, I have a letter from my former roommate in Bible college and the pastor of the greatest soul winning church on the West Coast, Dr. Jack Treber. 
North Valley Baptist Church, Santa Clara, California. Dear Dr. and Mrs. Winnegar and friends at Central Baptist, congratulations on this wonderful milestone. Very few churches have stayed true to the cause of Christ for 60 years. We want to commend you for your faithfulness and more. And then a young man that I ordained to the ministry, now he is the interim pastor of the Capital City Baptist Church of Columbia, South Carolina. Dear Dr. Winnegar and Central Baptist Church family, it is becoming a rare event in this day and age to witness the longevity of sound Bible-believing churches as Satan whittles away at the foundations of our faith. He goes on to congratulate us for 60 years of service. Here we have from CLA, Christian Law Association, Dr. Gibbs, Jr., attorney, the man who argued the court case, the first court case about freedom uh, for education in Ohio before the Supreme Court. Dear Dr. and Mrs. Winnegar and Central Baptist, I would like to say congratulations to my friends, Pastor Brad Winnegar, and he is my friend, and his wife Gwendolyn, and to the Central Baptist Church of Woodbridge, Virginia, for 60 years of faithfulness. There is a, there is a shadow of our nation's capital. Central Baptist Church has boldly proclaimed the gospel of Jesus Christ for 60 years. His director of ministry outreach, uh, pastoral council, and one of my preacher boys, Steve Kluth, who works for CLA. Dear Dr. and Mrs. Winnegar and Central Baptist, many of the similar words about 60 years, be encouraged, steadfast, unmovable. And then he said this, on a personal note, I thank the Lord for the impact that Pastor Brad Winnegar and his wife Gwendolyn have had on my life. As a kid growing up at Faith Baptist Church in La Crosse, Wisconsin, Pastor Ms. Winnegar and Pastor Winnegar's parents invested their lives in my life. The Winnegar's passion for the Lord was passed along to me as a young man so that now, 50 years later, my wife Karen and I have the privilege of serving in the full-time ministry. I'm honored to be known as Pastor Winnegar's preacher boy. From John Gardner, the head of Amazing Grace Missions that has all of those booths. And by the way, next year, we're already committed not to just three booths side by side, but there'll be four booths next to you, and we will have four or five tables back there winning souls constantly. If you want to get in the harvest, come join us. Be part of that. Amen. And here, John Gardner, who is the son of James Gardner, who founded that. Thousands of fairs and millions of souls saved. He said, he said this, Amazing Grace Mission is a soul-winning organization, so therefore we love soul-winning churches. Central Baptist Church has been a light on a very dark hill for 60 years now. Amen. From Landmark Baptist Church in Sefner, Florida, preacher and church, we are thrilled of God's blessing in your ministry. We know many have been saved, lives have been restored, many blessings have come. We know that the past is just a sample, the glorious future ahead of you. Uh, Brother Steve Barber, Landmark Baptist Church. Then one of my protégés pastoring the bilingual, the faith, bilingual Baptist church in Yuba City, California. This is Eligio Thomas. Trained him. He said, the relationship of a pastor and his people is something to behold for these many years. 60, my blessing indeed. There are a few ties and relationships as this close relationship exists between a Bible preaching pastor and his people, the peop with a Bible preacher that is fearless, free, and uncompromising. Well, all that's very kind. And you just pray for me that we'll keep on keeping on. And then Liberty Baptist Church, Pastor McSpadden up in Rochester, Indi Indiana. Congratulations on 60 years of service and devotion to Christ. The Lord has given Central Baptist Church uh, time on this earth to proclaim His eternal salvation and purpose. The Sparks First Baptist Church, pastored by Tom Rogers. Tom Rogers was at one time the assistant pastor of this church. Tom Rogers is now 
in Sparks, Georgia. Congratulations on 60 years, he says. And I remember, although at age 71, it's starting to get a bit harder, when God led Sandra and I, along with our children, to Central to become assistant to Brother Owens back in 1983. He sends his congratulations uh, and praise God for them. Now, we have just a few more and then into the Word very quickly. We've heard from several of our officials. Uh, Janine Lawson. Is Janine here? Janine, would you stand for just a moment? we got a microphone for Janine. Come on, Janine. He's got a microphone for you right here. Step up here if you would, please. Dear lady, tell these folks who you are and what it is that you're hoping to do. All right? Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, I am Janine Lawson, Brentsville supervisor. I've been representing the, that district, which is in the western end of the county, for nine years. And now I'm hoping to be the next chair of our county board. And I'm here this morning with some of my colleagues. Wonderful. And we are so glad that you're here, aren't we? Let's give them a hand. Thank you. Amen. Is there anything but, else you want to say while you got the microphone? Well, uh, more importantly than that, I am a born-again Christian. Amen. Yeah. Came to the Lord 20 years ago. So, Amen. thank you. That's wonderful. Amen. All right. Amen. Let's give her a big hand. All right. Very good. Praise the Lord. I'm going to put this, put it down. Just leave it alone. All right. Very good. All right. So Janine, I don't have to read Janine's paper. There you go. She's, she's spoken, but it is, it is a commendation, and we appreciate the commendation so much. Uh, houses of worship do a tremendous job of providing not only the spiritual needs of their congregants, but they're also able to fill in areas that the, that the county may not be able to, and that is so true. What we need, as I said before, and I'll say it again, what we need is an old-fashioned, Heaven sent. You know, devil fighting, devil chasing revival. Like they did in old time. Old time. Ann B. Wheeler has sent her greetings to the congregants of our church. In a world characterized by its challenges and divisions, this church has stood as a beacon of hope. Thank you so much for that. And um, we, we heard from Yesley Vega earlier. And um, I want to show you a flag that has flown over the Capitol in honor of our church. And I want to read you this. Commonwealth of Virginia, the Office of the Governor. Dear friends, on behalf of the Commonwealth of Virginia, congratulations on your 60th church anniversary. Central Baptist Church is a beacon to those in your community and has been for the last 60 years. The welcoming spirit of your church brings hope and assurance during the good and trying times. Your leadership, knowledge, and experience will continue to guide, comfort, and inspire your congregation. First Lady and I, speaking of his wife, pray that on this 60th anniversary, the Lord will continue to embrace your congregation and lift you up as you guide them in the coming years. May God bless your church and the members of Central Baptist Church as you strengthen the spirit of Virginia. Sincerely, Glenn Youngkin, Governor of Virginia. Now that's a mouthful. All of those things having been said, the most important thing that I can accomplish today is to put in a good word, not for me or for my church, but to put in a good word for Jesus Christ. And so we're going to do that now. As I tell you what God has laid on my heart, here it is. 
was Winston Churchill who said, the longer you look back, the farther you can look forward. And there are some people today who disdain the past, try to rewrite it, try to remold it, reframe it. And the truth of the matter is, we as a people, and we even as churches and Christians have made so many mistakes, I can't even begin to count them. We're supposed to confess our sins. And I'm glad I'm not dependent upon confessing every last sin because my memory isn't that long. I'm glad for a Savior who's con who, has, who has forgiven me for being a lost and helpless sinner. And since I've been saved, I try to confess my sins and my mistakes and my shortfalls. We all have them. So let's stop picking on each other. Let's start looking in the mirror. Let's start looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher. And let's go on for Him. And let's serve Him side by side. And if we don't agree on every shade of everything, that's all right. Let's just go straight ahead and to God be the glory. Let's do the best we can. I, I love a man or a woman who has convictions that are based on something substantive and stands for those convictions even if I don't agree with them. And it's about time we had more people in this world that were less wishy-washy and, we, and we're just looking for which way the wind is blowing. Stand for whatever you believe. And, and be victorious or defeated, but stand for what you believe. And this, this church believes that we're all hell-bound sinners. Now, I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about somebody else. I'm talking about me. And I'm talking about each one of us. And as individuals, without Jesus Christ, we will split hell wide open like a rock through a spider web. Jesus said, ye must be born again. He wasn't talking about a church ritual. He was talking about a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I've learned this by reading it in my Bible. When I was a kid, growing up in a preacher's home, I used to sing the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. And then we'd say, Bible! And someone told me years later that B-I-B-L-E stands for Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. The Bible is the Word of God. It's inspired. It's perfect. It tells me basically two things. Let me summarize it. Here it is. Two things. Number one, how to get to heaven. Number two, how to live till I get there. God wants us to be people of the Bible, people of the book. Now, I wish everybody was like I am. I wish everybody was an independent Baptist, but not everybody's going to be an independent Baptist. They will be when they get to heaven, but I'm kidding. I'm ki Are you all happy with me today? Okay, all right. How many would like to vote me in for at least another Sunday? Raise your hands. Okay. Those who refuse to learn from the past are condemned to experience the mistakes that they've made previously. And I confess that we've made a few along the way. One of them is not being totally dependent upon Jesus Christ every moment, every hour of every day, for every breath, and for every aspect of life. You can't destroy the past. You have to learn from it. Over in Afghanistan, enemy rockets have destroyed so much of their lineage, so much of their heritage. And you might say, well, that's just, that's their nation. That's, that's, yeah, but that's a whole culture. That's a people that rockets have destroyed. And I have to say that I appreciate the good things that can be learned from our past. We have a Baptist heritage that goes back, we believe, to Jesus Christ. 
And I'm glad for my heritage, for my legacy as well. There's a story about French farmers who were nearly starving early in the 1800s. They were kept alive by what has been come to be known as 100-year-old soup. Have you heard of this? They would keep a pot boiling, simmering all the time, and every week if they, if they came up with an onion or they came up with a potato, they'd throw it in. They just kept, kept it simmering, kept simmering. For wedding presents, young girls, young French brides would be given a cup of that 100-year-old soup, and they would start their own batch. And they would have 100, and there are still some people today who have some of that soup that's been added to and added to and added to. And that's what I believe God wants us to experience in terms of learning uh, practical wisdom from godly people who've gone before us. Young people, listen to me. This world began before you did. And I'm not criticizing you because of your, because of your creativity and, and your bright outlook, but, but do something that I did when I was your age, and that is spend some time with some old folks. Get to know some substantive quality things that will make such a difference in your life in the future. I think back on those who impacted my life from my family, and from the congregations that I have served. From them, I believe, my, my wife has said, when I go into a room, what? I talk to everybody, don't I? I meet everybody, I shake their hands, I greet them. And I've learned that from other people. I, it didn't come by naturally. But I found out that everybody is a creature of God. Everybody is endowed with certain things by God. And you can learn something from every person. So I never say I have learned. I always say I am learning. I am learning. And that's the way God designed it. God designed it so we do it that way. That's why 60 years is remarkable. Praise the Lord. When Brother Harry Owens passed away in 2004, they were not able to be here for the 40th anniversary I had that. I had just become pastor. And she was able to come, though he had passed. She came for the 50th anniversary. And she looked around, and what she said in testimony when she stood, I'm not putting words in her mouth, she said, I'm so glad that the church that was started by Jesus Christ, and, and God used my husband, Harry, to start and organize this church, I'm so glad it's still the same in what it believes and what it practices as when we started it. I'm glad to say to Harry Owens and to Mrs. Owens and to the Harris who came after them, I'm glad to say it has been our honor and our joy to carry the torch for Jesus Christ and for those that went before us so that this is still the people carrying Jesus sharing church. We have people with all different uh, abilities. A young schoolboy was trying out for a part in the school play. His mother knew that he had his heart set on it, but he didn't ex exhibit a lot of ability on the platform. She's afraid that he would not be chosen, and so as the day that the parts were awarded arrived, she drove to school to pick him up, and the young son rushed up to her, his eyes shining with pride and excitement, and, and, and he said, said something that will remain as a lesson for us all. He said, I've been chosen to clap and cheer. That's what he was chosen to do in that play, to clap and cheer. 
God has chosen us, each one, to do our part. To be an encourager. To clap and to cheer. In a football game, because it's football season and it's winding down, and I know you have your favorites, but let me just say this. In a football, football stadium, in a football stadium, there are 70,000 people up in the stands yelling, go, 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 to 22 men down on the field. Those 70,000 are in desperate need of exercise. The 22 are in desperate need of rest. And people that are taking up the torch and lifting the load, carrying the burden and doing their part, have continued, even though sometimes they've been shorthanded. There is something for you to do. Yes, I am, I am serious when I say I encourage you to get saved, to be baptized, to become a part of our church, to serve the Lord with gladness. And you can go out every Saturday and knock on doors of complete strangers and talk to them about Jesus and share the gospel with them. And we do every single week. Preacher, aren't you afraid you're going to be rejected? Jesus said, if they hate you, they hated me first. We don't try to make ourselves hateful, but I know that people are not always going to welcome us. But you know what? I would rather be able to hear Jesus say, well done, good and faithful servant, than have a moment of feeling good when I didn't knock on somebody's door. Amen. The Lord is watching us. He's observing. I believe the, the folks in heaven, a great cloud of witnesses. You know, we talk about the cloud and, and we talk about the cloud with respect to computers, but we have a different cloud in, in Hebrews chapter 12 where it says, so great a cloud of witnesses. There are people who have finished their course. They've run their race. They've kept the faith. And you know what? If they can, I don't know if God pulls back the curtain. I don't know why anybody would want to see down here, but if they have the opportunity to look down here and see us. They're saying, come on, come on, run the race. We ran the race. We finished our course. Come on, run the race, run the race. You can do it. God helping you. By His grace, you can do it. And I'm saying to you today, one of these days I'm going to be gone. I don't know when. You say, now preacher, we're counting on you preaching our funeral. Yes, I know. They're lining up for me to preach their funerals. Because we have more people saved at funerals than you can ever imagine. Next of kin, family members, neighbors, friends, in-laws, outlaws, enemies, everybody gets saved at these funerals. Folks are watching from heaven. I believe that the Holy Spirit of God who is working in and through us so that Jesus Christ might be felt and realized in the lives of others in our neighborhoods is working for that end and is winning for us the victory. I'm on the victory side. I'm on the winning side. I'm on the winning side. Praise God for that. The scripture on the front of your bulletin says this. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. How many of you believe the word of God? We have a lot of coming in and going out, don't we? There's a lot of that in life. Absolutely. He's promised to do three things. Number one, to keep us from the covetousness and fear that comes when we live in the flesh. Hebrews 13 Verses 5 and 6 says He'll never leave us nor forsake us. We don't have to covet. We don't have to fear because He keeps us, he keeps us from that. And He keeps us from those external uh, enemies, those that would bring us down, those conflicts. He'll bring us through in some cases, but our text teaches us that. He brings us in. He takes us through. He brings us out. Praise God for that. And then He Himself keeps us for Himself. He says, You are a chosen generation. Priests and kings, we're called. Spiritual priests and kings. We're a chosen generation. And uh, 
We are His peculiar people. Now, not weird, not strange, but peculiar in the sense of His particular people. He loves you. When you go to the produce section of the grocery store, and how many of you know how to feel produce and get the right one? Raise your hands. All right. Now, you're standing there. All right, delegate. You're standing there, and, and you found one that's pretty good, but you're looking up at that one up there, and that might be just as good. Now, you reach up there, and you grab that one, and you put this one to the side, and you're feeling this one to see if you're going to take this one rather than that one. You don't know which one you're going to get. Meanwhile, somebody else comes up. You got a smile on your face right now. But you know what? How many of you, you know, how many of you have seen this move? She got it. I can tell she got it. She got this move, she got this move. All right. Because it was her own chosen particular item of produce. And I hate to I'm not reducing living breathing souls, immortal souls to produce. But I think that's what we can understand. You and I can understand this today. That God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And when you become His child, you are His precious one. The Bible says you're beloved. Do you know what that is? In the King James Bible, when you put B-E on the front of loved, that's intensifying. You are beloved. And so He holds you to Himself. You're near His heart. He loves you. He wants to keep you. He wants to use you. He wants, he wants us to be all that we ought to be and can be by the grace of God for His glory until we finish our course, until we finish our race. Now along the way, I'm learning some stuff. Spiritually, I got that 100-year stew like they do in France. All right. Spiritually, I understand the importance of having those artifacts and those museums that were destroyed by rocket fire. But I, I understand our, our legacy is very important because we learn from that so that we might serve the Lord more effectively now with Jesus Christ on the throne of your life and you understanding who you are in Jesus Christ. Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I believe God has greater days ahead for us. These 60 years have been wonderful. We're going to have a great time in just a moment. We're going to be dismissing after a while and going over and having that buffet. We're going to be celebrating and eating cake and just having a wonderful time. But I want this to be laid heavy on your heart as it's laid heavy on my heart. God didn't make any mistakes. God doesn't sponsor no junk. You are not an accident of nature. You are here and I am here by design. God has a purpose for you. You are important to God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Would you bow your head and close your eyes, please? We've had some time together. We've heard some wonderful words we don't deserve any of it. All the glory goes to God. Jesus Christ alone is worthy. But I want to thank everybody who's made this day a possibility and those who've come to celebrate with us. This day would not be complete unless I extended to you a very, very, very personal invitation from God Himself to receive Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, not just as the Savior of the world, not just as some great teacher or master, but as the Savior of your soul and mine. Would you claim Him right now? Simple prayer of faith. Pray from your heart to God right now. I don't care what your church background is. This has nothing to do with church membership. 
It's got to do with you and the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're ready right now to say, I'm finished trying to save myself, I know I can't. I want Jesus Christ to be my Savior. I lay my sins on Jesus. He's willing to take all of my sins, past, present, and future. Would you pray from your heart something like this? Dear God, just say it from your heart. Dear God, I admit I'm a sinner. I admit I'm a sinner. I deserve to pay for my sins. I deserve to pay for my sins. I believe Jesus died to save me. I believe Jesus died to save me. Right now I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart. Right now I receive the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart as my personal Savior, as my personal Savior. Please take away my sins. Please take away my sins and take me to heaven when I die. And take me to heaven when I die. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. This is an intensely personal time. If you just prayed and meant that prayer from your heart to God, would you slip your hand up so I can see it right now? I just prayed that prayer, and I meant that prayer. I prayed it from my heart. Amen. All across the auditorium, hands raised. God bless you, each one. God bless you. I trust, I trust you meant that. I, I believe you meant that. Thank you. Put your hands down. How many of you would say, I, I've already done that in my life before, but I just I need to get back to the Lord, closer to the Lord. Put, put a hand up, if you would, right now with me. I need to be closer with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's our devotion to the Lord and His Word, or maybe it's, maybe it's just being what we ought to be with Jesus living in us and through us to touch the lives of others. If you'd like to come forward in just a moment, all those who have prayed to receive Jesus, if you come and shake my hand and say, I prayed that prayer, we'll have someone to share in a prayer with you. I won't embarrass you. We'll call you out. Uh, if, you, if you have prayed previously and you'd like to come and say, hey, I'd like to be baptized, not today, but another day, or I'd like to join the church. Or I'm interested in talking about church relationship. Come and talk to me. If you just want prayer, just come and say, I'd like to have someone pray with me. Or if you just want to come and pray on your own, no one will interrupt you. And then if God spoke to you about making a difference in the lives of others, I want you to come and have a word of prayer. You can sit on the front or you can kneel at the front. Why don't you do this? Everyone just stand to your feet, heads bowed. And we're going to sing just as I am without one plea. And I want you to lead the way. Come on, right now. If God spoke to your heart, just as I am, God bless you. Come on, they're coming from all around. Come on, from all around the building. Folks are coming. Won't you come? Come on. Won't you come? Come on and have a word of prayer. Yes, right here. Won't you come? Come on. Come on. Come on. God spoke to your heart. God bless you. God bless you. You can sit on the front or knee. Either one. Won't you come? God spoke to your heart. Yes, God bless you. God bless you.
that you have touched today in this place. We know that you're in this place and we thank you for what you've done. Help us now, Lord, we pray, to take what we've heard and felt and experienced out into the streets and to wherever we may find ourselves. May we serve you. May we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm going to ask you to be seated. Many decisions, both for Christ and for Christian living, Praise God. If you need a bulletin, we've got some extras, haven't we? All right. How many of you who are guests, you are guests, and uh, you want to come to lunch in just a little while, absolutely free to our guests. You want to come to lunch. Brother Tyler wants to help you out. And so I'm going to ask you right now, uh, would you do this? If you're a guest, you want to come to lunch, and you don't yet have one of those little slips, one of those passes. Why don't you raise your hand? You're coming to lunch. Coming to lunch. Ernestine, you coming to lunch? Coming to lunch? <laughs> come on. All right. He's going to go. Any, anybody that's going to come to lunch, it's free. It's not going to cost you anything. All right? Goodness of God. All right? So who's, who's coming? If you are a guest, if you're a guest and you're coming to lunch, uh, the instructions are from this place, go on over. Now stop at the bookstore and then go on over, get in your cars, go to United Buffet and go on in. Anybody else? We've got some hands back here. Got some, some hands back here, all right? Got some hands back here also. Anybody else keep your hand up? We'll give you a freebie, all right? If you are a guest, you get a freebie, all right? There's going to be a form so we can determine how much we got to pay for you and kids and so on and so forth. So that has to happen, but we're very thankful, all right? Now, uh, when we're through with lunch, we're going to go all go home and collapse, okay? But then... Some of us are going to come back tonight. We're going to do church, all right? We're going to be the church. We're going to have church. And it's going to be tonight at 6.30. You can tune in and uh, trust that you will do that. We have um, on YouTube, Facebook, other platforms, a very good following. And uh, to that end, I'm going to ask Brother Tyler to come up here for just a moment. Brother Tyler, would you come to the platform, please? This is Tyler Candy, and Tyler is gainfully employed, and he comes and gives an inordinate amount of time volunteer around here. Now, the first thing, somebody, two or three or four of you, because you've got big hearts, you're going to say, let's pay this guy. But before we do that, we want to do some other steps, some other things. And uh, Brother Tyler has completed his four years of undergraduate. Now, before that, you went to college for computer or what? Okay, so you have a degree in computer. All right. So he completed four years of study in our Bible Institute, which, by the way, is absolutely free. And one of the great things God has enabled and blessed us with is to, to, um, to mentor many protégés over the last 50 years. And uh, Tyler has been mentored. And uh, he has completed his undergraduate. And your dissertation was The Thruly Furnished Family, based upon... 2 Timothy chapter 3. It's excellent reading, and he'll be preaching that in the future. And then he completed his most recent study, which is the Masters, which is a study of the world cults and of world religion and showing 
rather than winning a debate with somebody about their religious differences, we believe, our philosophy is, we should win them to Jesus. We don't demean anybody, do we? We don't put anybody down. We don't tell jokes about them or anything. So he has completed his studies. His dissertation was entitled, Winning, Winning All Kinds of... Okay, there it is. This is long. Spiritual discernment, a fruit of the Spirit approach to engaging with cults and false religions. He means winning people who believe the wrong thing, but doing it with the right spirit. That is a reflection of what our whole ministry is about. And so, Tyler Candy, it is our joy and privilege here at Central Baptist Institute, a ministry of Central Baptist Church, to certify that you have completed the two-year course known as the Postgraduate Course in Bible the equivalent of a master's degree, and is conferred, you are conferred the master's diploma in Bible this 29th day of October 2023. Okay, now stay here just a minute. Your, your whole family, your extended family, and all of your friends congratulate you. But one further step, and this has been determined as the next step in his journey. And that is one day he will have his name on a certificate of ordination. And so we are, as a local church, calling for the following. Guest pastors along with our faithful men. Faithful men, raise your hands. All of our deacons. All right. All of our trustees, raise your hands. All of our committee men. All right. We're calling for guest pastors and for all of you to convene Two weeks from last Friday evening, November the 10th at 7.30 right here in this auditorium for the purpose of examining this man. It's not an inquisition. It's an examination for his fitness to be ordained to the gospel ministry. It's not a foregone conclusion if he passes the test. The recommendation will be given to this church. And what will happen is in a couple of weeks in this service, we will vote to confer upon him ordination. And then that will take place the following Saturday, following our care and share Thanksgiving dinner. Saturday, the 18th of November, we'll eat downstairs, we'll have our praise and Thanksgiving service down there. That's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And then we'll come upstairs for a brief service, assuming he has passed examination and he will have hands laid on him, and he'll be prayed over, and he will be officially ordained to the gospel ministry. God bless you. Now, to, to answer your questions, we're still not going to pay him. And no, he's not going off to Pastor and Timbuktu. Where are you going to serve? All right, amen. All right, praise the Lord. Don't keep on serving. And with that, you know, that and $5, you can get a cup of coffee. So sure. there we go. That's, that's about it. But good things will happen. Praise God. We're depending on Him. This is part of the process of learning an internship. And uh, as I've said so frequently, there isn't anything around here He hasn't laid hands on except the money. He hasn't touched the money. So praise the Lord for that. All right. Thank you so much. A big round of applause. Very good. Now, the ushers are going to come in just a moment, and we are going to uh, receive the tithes and offerings of God's people. If you would place on that offering plate your, your card that you filled out, you that got visitor cards, 
I, I would appreciate that. And thank you so very much for being here. Um, we will, I was saying about the IT ministry, see Tyler and get on the IT ministry so you can, whenever you're sick or you're traveling, you can tune in, you can see this service, you can see all of our services, devotions every day. This morning I sang a special song for our 60th anniversary, uh, written a lot of songs and you can, you can endure that long enough. All right, so we're going to do that. Ushers, would you come? We're going to, we're going to. Okay, it's us. We're going to sing. All right, so you're over there. We're over here. Ushers are coming. Amen. And I heard that there's going to be a duet. And this was, at one time, the favorite song that was always um, requested by Lila, wasn't it? Didn't Lila always request this? Lila Branscombe? I think she did. Yes. All right. So I'm going to ask uh, Brother Dequan, would you lead us in prayer and then receive the tithes and offerings, please? Amen. Praise you and bless everyone here that came today, Lord. May they be filled. May they keep the main thing, the main thing, which is your son, Jesus Christ, and so on. Praise you and bless this offering. May it be used for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> They all did say that, that the winds and seas obey. He's the one who sails with me. He's the master of the sea. Though the storms of life may rage. As he did in days of old As upon I see you sail Trusting him who never fails I'm so glad you sailed with me He's the master of the sea When he reaches out his hand Bill will cease at his command Winds and waves obey His will When He says to them, be still What man is this they all did say That the winds and seas obey He's the one who sails with me 
the master of the sea. Sing along with us now. When he reaches out his hand, fail a cease at his command. Winds and waves obey his will. When he says to them, be still. What man is this they all did say? That the winds and seas obey. He's the one who sails with me. He's the master of the sea. When you reach and fail for me, he's the master of the sea. He's the master of the sea. Well, let's do one more chorus. Here we go. When he reaches out his hand. When he reaches out his hand. Fellow cease at his command. Winds and waves obey his will. When he says to them, be still. What man is this they all to say? That the winds and seas obey. He's the one who sails with master of the sea. Here we go. He's the one who sails with me. He's the master of the sea. He's the master of the sea. Amen. Well, when that thing starts speeding down the highway at that speed, you got to have somebody that flags you down. All right, so we got it right. Amen. We're going to... All right, thank you so very much. I can't possibly go through all of these, but I do thank you for the information. And we are going to sing a great song to leave here today. All right? And that is, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. Because He Lives... All fear is gone. What number is it in the book? Number 149. Do you think we could sing the verse? Well, before we sing, though, Pastor, we need to do something. Are you going to do first. something? Yeah. Uh, Brother Neil, can you come up here, please? Oh, my. And can I get some sound on this microphone, please? Neil's one of our deacons. He'd like to say a few words. Be patient, folks. Hey, Neil, love you too, buddy. Amen. Well... First of all, I'm going to ask Gwendolyn to come up to the platform. Come on. <laughs> um, October is a very exciting month around here. We have an emphasis on missions. That's why we have so many people wearing the matching ties of all the countries. Um, and then also, of course, it's our anniversary month. And what an exciting celebration of our 30, uh, 60th anniversary yeah, there you go. here as a church. Um, but there's one more thing that's very special about uh, October, and that is that it's Pastor Appreciation Month. Mm. And we are truly blessed here to have such a faithful pastor and first lady at Central Baptist Church. Um, they are very faithful to the church, to the Lord, and we really are very thankful for them and all that they do. Uh, their example, they are, they're a shining example for all of us. So uh, your people, your church people, want to thank you mm. for your service to the Lord, that all, all that you do, preacher, thank you for all your hard work and leadership and all the ministries uh, this year. You didn't just sit around and 
wait for stuff to happen. You, you answered the Lord's call and you started the youth extravaganza this year. Uh, another new ministry where we saw kids get saved and lives changed. Amen. And Brother Terry already talked about the Fair Booth ministry. Um, he, all the people that were out there soul winning were trained by preacher. Uh, it wouldn't have happened, all his uh, leadership uh, wouldn't have happened, but we did. We went to Fair Booth and 232 two souls got saved to the glory of God. And that's because our preacher is faithful. And he doesn't want any of the credit. He gives it all to the Lord Jesus. But we are thankful to have such a faithful pastor and first lady. So we wanted to just recognize them. And Brother Bob, you mentioned the Beast Feast. Preacher leadership there. Hundreds of souls have been saved because of that. Uh, and preacher, I don't know where you get the time, but every morning we get devotions from you. Uh, and he's always encouraging us, teaching us. The Bible Institute, with Brother Tyler finishing, and a bunch of us that attend Bible Institute and are under your training because you're faithful to the Lord and you want to help us. And so we very much appreciate it. So the Lord laid on our heart to give you this gift uh, to say we appreciate you. We thank you for all that you do for all of us and for the Lord. Thank God you bless so you. Much. Amen. 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 Love you too. Come on, Peter. First Lady Gwendolyn and I would like to say thank you a million times over. And um, God blessed me. He knew exactly who to give me to be my helpmeet. And she, she has her own thing. You know what? Her devotions that she has up there. If, you, if you're not on her list, you need to be on her list and get those devotions that make such a difference in so many people's lives on a weekly basis. And, um, and, but God knew exactly who to give me as my helpmeet. These 53 plus years together. Amen. And uh, another 53 if God allows us, but we'll see about that. I am so honored to be your pastor, to be a preacher in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And I thank you for the honor of letting me preach. And you pay me anyway. <laughs> and you do it very well. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Tyler, let me tell you right now, you got a lot in front of you in the future, but I tell you what, there's nothing, I mean, preaching on the greatest platforms and the biggest venues have been there, done that, but there's nothing that compares to coming home and preaching to your own people, to your own sheep, and the dear guests that have come today. Thank you so much for this. We will open this together later and enjoy it and be very, very thankful all over again for each one of you. Give yourselves a hand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Um, which one are we talking about? Oh, the, the whole church presentation? Oh, the four-minute presentation? You got four minutes? Okay. Got four minutes? I'm going to give you, and I ordered out this and so this this we need to do this okay Tyler put the time into this it's a four minute presentation then we're through then we'll sing because he lives a verse and a chorus and maybe repeat the chorus all right here we go and I'm going to talk over the top all right so give give it the music give it this you want to see this everybody wants to see this look at this this is this is Central Baptist Church go ahead go ahead Central Baptist Church beautiful facilities used to be GTE Verizon God has blessed us with this facility, this strategic location at the very foot 
of what's going to be the Quartz District, the most active place in this county, maybe in Northern Virginia. Praise God. We're happy to represent the people in the community, but mostly the Lord Jesus Christ. When people come to God through Christ, they get scripturally baptized the Bible way. Isn't that wonderful? Baptism doesn't save you or keep you saved. It shows that you've been saved. Praise God. There you go. Arlington's finest, right? Under the water for God. Amen. Praise the Lord. The bus ministry. You want to serve God? Anybody that's saved can serve on the bus ministry. We'd love to have you help us with that. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. And here's, here's a little one being dedicated. That doesn't save a baby. A baby's already safe. Until he reaches accountability when he can receive Jesus Christ. Here we have Brother Hart. He's talking about Mother's Day. We believe in family values. Here we have Gwendolyn and her ladies at their, uh, their get-together. Every April, the last Saturday in April, they meet. Have a wonderful time. While we have sports, we've got trophies. Thank you, Tony, for all you've done all these years to keep everybody active. And here we have Vacation Bible School, the deep blue sea. And that, that young man up there, I think I've seen him before. We even got peepers, peepers up there, the puppets, puppet ministry. And Gwendolyn teaching, First Lady Gwendolyn teaching the scripture verse, part by part. Anybody can learn the Bible if you learn it from her. And here we have, here we have extravaganza. These are the kids that have started coming back. God can do anything but fail. All right, there they are. They're meeting together. And here we have the Beast Feast. Where are you, Tony? There's your dad right there. He received Jesus at one of these Beast Feasts years ago. Here we have one of the last Beast Feasts. We've got all kinds of folks come in. We feed them venison 25 different ways. It's wonderful. It's March the 2nd, 2024. It's the first Saturday. Look at that. There's Daquan showing his expertise. How to hit close to the target. And there's Daquan with his face in the piety contest on the 4th of July. Here we have Leon Lucas, one of my protégés, who has a wonderful ministry going around and building and preaching. And here we have the missions conference. We have Amazing Grace Missions. And here we have the Stall Cups for ministering to Muslims in New York City. Praise God. And here we have, here we have uh, Anna Gilkey ministering to the deaf world. Many different missionaries in our missions conference. We're an old-fashioned, missions-minded church. And here, here we have uh, our Christmas concert, Cookies and, and uh, Caroling, the concert at Fellowship House, coming up December the 8th, 7 o'clock. Don't miss it. We're going to have a wonderful time. And there we are at the fair. Uh, Terry was talking about at the fair. There's Jonathan. There's folks winning souls. Here's the Lord's Supper. That doesn't save you either, but we remember him until he comes. And on the night, that would be the Tuesday night before Easter. As Jesus met, we meet with them. This is our Bible Institute. Absolutely free. You can get a Bible education. No money, just your time and energy. These are the harps. Now, Brother Harp has gone to heaven already. How many remember Brother Harp? He used to say right down here, you got Jesus, you got all you need. Here we are, we're talking about uh, what's coming up on, uh, on the YouTube. There I am preaching. Preaching is central at Central. We preach the Word of God. There it is. You think this guy believes? You think he believes what he's saying? Amen. And what he believes is right. See that old Bible? That's gone with me through the ministry. Amen. Happy 60th anniversary, Central Baptist Church. That was worth the wait. Thank you, Tyler. Amen.
I didn't know what he meant by presentation, what he wanted. Okay, now I know. Praise God. All right, come on. And I want to say right now, this family has been here a long time. What, how many years have you been here? 36. 36, all right. My wife, 31 or 32. 30, 30 several, 30 yeah. some, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Same, same family here serving in music, and we're proud after 21, going on 22 years, to be here and continue serving until Jesus calls us. Okay, let's go ahead and sing Because He Lives. Amen. All right, number 149. Turn that with me, please, and you burn the hymn book. Stay with me as we sing one verse and chorus together. Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. Number 149. Sing along with me now. God sent His Son. They called Him Jesus. He came to Heal and forgive. He 